His skin had a dead, dark pallor. His nose was faintly aquiline, and he had no chin at all. His face just went away, like the face of a wax doll set too near a hot fire and forgotten. Across his vest ran a platinum chain like a spider web. Look here, the other man said. My name is Horace Benbow. I'm a lawyer in Kinston. I used to live in Jefferson yonder. I'm on my way there now. Anybody in this county can tell you I am harmless. If it's whiskey, I don't care how much y'all make or sell or buy. I just stopped here for a drink of water. All I want to do is to get to town, to Jefferson. Popeye's eyes looked like rubber knobs, like they'd give to the touch and then recover with the world smudge of the thumb on them. I want to reach Jefferson before dark, Benbow said. You can't keep me here like this. Without removing the cigarette, Popeye spat past it into the spring. You can't stop me like this, Benbow said. Suppose I break and run. Popeye put his eyes on Benbow like rubber. Do you want to run? No, Benbow said. Popeye removed his eyes. Well, don't then. Benbow heard the bird again, trying to recall the local name for it. On the invisible high road, another car passed, died away. Between them and the sound of it, the sun was almost gone. From his trousers pocket, Popeye took a dollar watch and looked at it and put it back in his pocket, loose like a coin. Where the path from the spring joined the sandy by-road, a tree had been recently felled, blocking the road. They climbed over the tree and went on, the high road now behind them. In the sand were two shallow, parallel depressions, but no mark of hoof. Where the branch from the spring seeped across it, Benbow saw the prints of automobile tires. Ahead of him, Popeye walked, his tight suit and stiff hat all angles, like a modernist lampstand. The sand ceased. The road rose, curving out of the jungle. It was almost dark. Popeye looked briefly over his shoulder. Step out, Jack, he said. Why didn't we cut straight across up the hill, Benbow said. To all them trees, Popeye said. His hat jerked in a dull, vicious gleam in the twilight as he looked down the hill where the jungle already lay like a lake of ink. Jesus Christ! It was almost dark. Popeye's gait had slowed. He walked now beside Benbow, and Benbow could see the continuous jerking of the hat from side to side as Popeye looked about with a sort of vicious cringing. The hat just reached Benbow's chin. Then, something. A shadow shaped with speed stooped at them and on, leaving a rush of air upon their very faces on a soundless feathering of taut wings— and Benbow felt Popeye's whole body spring against him and his hand clawing at his coat. It's just an owl, Benbow said. It's nothing but an owl. Then he said, They call that Carolina wren a fishing bird. That's what it is, what I couldn't think of back there. With Popeye crouching against him, clawing at his pocket and hissing through his teeth like a cat. He smells black, Benbow thought. He smells like that black stuff that ran out of Bovary's mouth 
and down upon her bridal veil when they raised her head. A moment later, above a black, jagged mass of trees, the house lifted its stark, square bulk against the failing sky.